right, episode three tonight. Hold on, I am in a weird spot. Just in life or what? Yeah, in life in general, in a weird spot. I'm yeah, like your legs crotch are to crotch out, with right? Keenan here. <laughs> uh, which, it's all in the family. <laughs> yeah, we'll introduce, uh, this is our very first guest ever uh, tonight. Oh, wow. It's not yes. the department. It's not the, the head of the defense department. Yeah, uh, he's late. He's in traffic right now, trying to make it. Yeah, so we're gonna have the secretary but, of defense on here. That's what we keep promising people. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> he's on his way. We, I, I swear. Maybe the hundredth episode right. or something will get him on here. Right. But we have a guy. Yes. Yep. That's about it. Yep. All he's, right. Can't hold it together. Yeah. He's yeah. Uh, he's my brother. Yeah. That's yeah. That's about it. So anyway, he's uh, you know. Musician. Got anything to say about that? About being a musician? Yeah. The best of times. Worst of times. Mainly yeah. with Kyle. The worst of times with me. Yeah, yes. Pretty yeah, much. we were in a band together for, you know. A long, long time. Yeah, probably four-ish years. No. That's a long, long time. Longer than that. Longer than that. <laughs> when did we start? Longer than I've been alive. Yeah, well, I don't know. We were playing bars long before we should have been in bars. So that's true. I was like 14 years old, yeah, hanging out in bars. Oh, um, it's time for beer. Okay. Yeah, I already opened mine. Nice. Yep. But uh, you know what that means? That means no Zach facts tonight. That's right. Mm. And no mustard talk with the mustard man. That's right. Is Zach so. gonna hear that? Zach's gonna hear this. Yeah, he'll hear this. I mean, we assume he listens to it, unlike watching I... the movies that <laughs> we're supposed to watch. <laughs> yeah, last week he was on. I didn't even watch the movie. I'm disappointed, Watson. Oh. But this guy, Keenan here, he definitely watched the movie. I forced oh, yeah. him to watch this movie yeah. last night. All right, I so what's, seen it before. Yeah, what's the movie? What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Second Floor Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Thoughtful, Jamie the Brain, Kyle El Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submersion. Movie we're talking about tonight is none other. Keenan, you wanna you wanna tell us what it is? Down Periscope. That's the Kelsey Grammer vehicle. Down yes. Periscope. My word. This movie. Uh, we go get a little ratings here. IMDb gives it a six out of ten. And you know what? That's actually low. I think it's really that I, is low. Like if you, I think it's generous. No, for a for movies <laughs> for, for movies that uh, that have a, a lot of popularity, they get a boost automatically. So right. the lower amount of votes you have, the lower it'll sit. So a six is actually pretty bad. Like if you start dipping into the fives, you're a really bad movie. So okay. you know it's probably some nostalgia factor, people remembering Down Periscope and boosting that rating a little bit, but that's a that's a pretty rough rating for a that's popular what, film. I mm. probably thought that. I mean, it is. It's one of the best, not best in terms of you know storyline or anything like that, but best grossing I think sub movies. It's one of yeah. I think it's in the it's definitely in the top ten. Oh, wow. Like right. Yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Because you watched it last night and you saw what it is. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised by the star power in there, though. It was, I'm sure we'll touch it's on a lot, it later, a lot of recognizable faces. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think well, they nowadays. were as Yeah, not as recognizable. Well, no, then. even actually back in that time, they were. Yeah, no, there were a bunch of them sure. in there. Rob Schneider was newer, I guess. Uh, sure. Yeah. And then, you know, you have some people from that era, like uh, already the strongest man in the world from Pete and Pete. Uh, he played the electrician. Oh, oh already, or also he was also the yeah. uh, the mattress king in Seinfeld. 
Okay. Um, and then you also had um, Harlan Williams. Yep. From no. which was in one of my favorite movies, Rocket Man. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, also star of Puppy Dog Pals. That is and true. And he he also that's the second movie where someone farts in a contained space and causes some kind of disruption. Because in that movie he farted in his spacesuit. That's right. And caused a lot of problems. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, made film, that, he made that huge bubble. <laughs> yeah. This this film he was not the he was not the farter. In this film it was the uh, the guy who played Max from Armageddon, who I don't know the name of. Um, he farted in the sub. But we'll get to that. Cook. Oh, That's yep. for the recap. <laughs> that is for the recap. Yeah, and then this this movie was also directed by David Ward. He's only directed six other movies. Mm. Major League One Great. and Major League Two. Even better. <laughs> and Down Periscope was the last one he's directed. He's more of a writer, I guess, because he's written 15. He's got The Sting from 73. Wow, that's a good one. Huh. Sting 2. Oh, that one's less good. Then Major League, sure. Sleepless in Seattle. Major League Two, Flyboys, and then a new one called Music, War, and Love. It's his first thing he's written in 10 years. And I, I looked at it, and there's yeah. really no major actors or anything in You this see movie. that crop up for, for directors and writers who have fallen out of the biz a little bit, but um, I'm guessing that does not get released. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, so... we even forgot to mention uh, William H. Macy's in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's famous from Wild Hogs. <laughs> I love Wild Hogs. Wild Hogs, <laughs> under underrated film. Yeah. The uh, the other one they made, Old Dog. Ever seen Old Dogs? No. No. Is that, oh, is that an same extension? director? No, no, no. Same director. So he made Wild Hogs, which was like a huge success, like huge box office success. And then they were like, we the studio was like, we really want Wild Hogs too. And he was like, great, but I got this other movie I want to do first, and then we'll get to Wild Hogs too. And they were like, perfect, we'll fund it. Everything will be great. And they made Old Dogs with Robin Williams and John Travolta. And Robin Williams has to like take care of his twin kids that he didn't know he had. It's actually yeah, it has some similar similar plot details to Down Periscope even like really? a, on yeah a tattoo he has that is very embarrassing from a night on the town that kind of thing. And um, William H Macy had a tattoo in Wild Hogs too. Remember he got the Apple logo tattooed yeah. on mm-hmm. his butt or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And uh, and it was so horrendously bad. It's one of my favorite bad movies just for how <laughs> it's the one of the weirdest films you can watch. Old Dogs, Old and Dogs. it was a gigantic box office flop and they subsequently canceled Wild Hogs 2 so that's why we don't have a Wild Hogs 2 in our life oh Old Dogs with a meta score of 19 yeah and a 5 point you can see that 5.4 yeah so that means you're reeling in the dumps when you get down to that halfway mark of IMDb (laughs) (laughs) that's how IMDb works yes I'm gonna get Seth Green in here Bernie Mac yeah Seth Green rest in peace Um, All right. so should we get into uh, getting a little recap I think we should. All right. So we open very similar to Phantom. We always got to bring it back to Phantom. With, yes. With them basically, the Navy deciding whether they're going to have a somewhat disgraced, semi-disgraced uh, submarine captain take over uh, the captainship of a diesel submarine in their, in their fleet. And they're kind of going back and forth. One guy is like kind of his proponent. He likes him. He likes this, uh, this captain. And, and we, he's played by Rip Torn. Yeah, Rip Torn loves him. And you, you get this interspliced with uh, with Kelsey Grammer, who's the, the captain they're talking about, seemingly in the process of targeting an enemy. So I keep on flashing between these two scenes. He's targeting the enemy. Rip Torn's arguing for him. This other guy, who's played by some character actor, um, is arguing against him. And the reason he's arguing against him is he says, no, we can't make him a captain. He has a tattoo on his dick. <laughs> 
Yeah. And that becomes a major point in the film. It's mentioned multiple times. And oh, not yeah. just by me. I'm not making this up. It's like, I know <laughs> I talked about the people's dicks in this, yeah. but like... <laughs> And this is real. Like, it actually happened this time. That's this probably should have been the last movie we actually watched uh, where, yeah. had we known this. I'm the boy who cried he pulled his dick out in this movie because, <laughs> like, now you won't believe me. But he didn't pull his dick out. Well, he didn't, but that was in my cut of the movie. Unrated and, extended. Yeah, the extended version. Kelsey Grammer's per- personal uh, personal cut of the film. Um, but, you know, they actually talk about it. It's a huge plot point. Emphasis on the huge. <laughs> Yes, it's ridiculous, pun intended. Uh, so, also, so do you remember what the tattoo was? Yeah, it said, welcome aboard. Oh, yeah. It's kind of genius. It's solid. It yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, It's good. That's just tight writing. Oh, That's yeah. what I was saying. That's just a screenwriter who knows what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and there's even <laughs> there's even a quote where when Rip Torn is talking to Kelsey Grammer. He's just letting him know that he's going to be taking over this diesel submarine. Kelsey Grammer obviously doesn't want that. He wants to... A uh, nuclear submarine, one of the newer, better things. Yeah. <laughs> and Rip Torn starts yelling at him. He's like, I want a man with a tattoo on his dick. Do I have the right man? And he's like, strangely yeah. enough, you do. Yeah, <laughs> you do. But yeah, so anyways, they're in a splicing, and then you, you find come to find that Kelsey Grammer is actually not targeting an enemy sub. He's targeting the green of a golf course, and he... Uh, shoots a golf ball off of his sub and his captain, William H. Macy, is pissed at him. And basically like, you're a disgrace. I'm going to get you court-martialed. Like, your career is done. And I couldn't tell if Kelsey Grammer was like, you know, kind of joking around with it. He's like, oh, I know. Like, I'm like upset. I really, a like, career down the drain. But you, I couldn't tell if you wanted to get fired or something. Like, it seemed It was hard strange. to tell. Yeah, his acting was not, uh, there was not a lot behind it. It was kind of just saying lines for the most part. But, uh, in the end, at the same time, right when he's about to send in that saying, oh, I'm going to fire this guy, he gets the captainship. So Rip Torn wins the argument, and he gets captainship of his own ship. And he's real real pleased about this, and off he goes to Norfolk, Virginia to, yes. t- to take over the ship. Basically, I mean, what he has to do is he has to go through, and he's playing two sets of war games, and if he's able to complete these, he can become the captain of a nuclear submarine. Yeah. And so the first... I. I thought the movie was going to be over way too quick because I'll get into that in a minute. you got a whole lot of stuff going on. <laughs> you thought it was that. going to be over <clears throat> too fast? You're going to be like, I need more down Periscope. <laughs> no, actually, I, I did think it went pretty quick, but yeah. I didn't necessarily need more, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you were fulfilled by the end. Yes, I was. So... Also, the crew is hand-selected. Yeah, so he goes out to see his new crew of this new submarine that he has, this diesel sub. It's a pile, a hunk of junk, as he would say. A rust bucket, he might say that. He'd be like, well, Rob Schneider even <laughs> said, he's like, I, need, I think I need to get a tetanus shot just from looking at this thing. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Rob Schneider's his XL, playing the Denzel Washington role in this film. And uh, How do you think he did compared to Denzel? I think he, like, okay, so... <laughs> Rob, Rob Rob Schneider is often the worst thing I've ever seen in a film. Right. Uh, I'm thinking Grown Ups. Fair. Worst thing I've ever seen in a mm. film. Uh, and I did like him in The Hot Chick. That movie's just so well, ridiculous. Well, that's where he, like, when he gets to shine, it's when he's in the starring role. But right, when, but he's in... If people don't know who Rob Schneider is, watch any Adam Sandler movie, you'll see him. But when he's in, like, Judge Dredd as a side character and... You know, Wait, that's for real? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's obviously in Judge Dredd. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when he's in roles like that, he kind of he he ruins it, and he and I didn't I did not like him. That's the moral of that story. I did not like him in this role. I would prefer Denzel Washington. It wouldn't have been as funny maybe with Denzel Washington. Actually, it probably would have been more funny because it just would have been ridiculous. But why is Denzel doing this movie? No, but everyone would have sided with Denzel. You would have been like, you know what? Denzel's that right. That's true. Why would you go with Kelsey Grammer or Denzel? You'd be like, no, this guy. I'm all in. That guy's got welcome aboard tattooed on his dick. I'm not going to go with him. No. Denzel, what do you got on yours? Just, just a regular old dick, and that's what you <laughs> yep. want out of your captain. Yeah. <laughs> just clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's the best phrase. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. So um, they, they're going through their crew, hand-selected. Everyone's got a nickname. We get, uh, uh, we get Sonar. That's Harlan Williams. Um, he's the guy who runs the sonar, obviously. We get uh, the son of Rip Torn. We didn't know he's the son of the Rip Torn. We know he's you don't the son know until of, the very end. He's the son of a commander, that's all you know, and he wants to get kicked out of the Navy, so he keeps on trying to get dishonorably discharged. But Kelsey Grandma's not having any of that, and he's like, no, welcome aboard. And right, because he's like, I'm, you're going to have to throw me off the submarine. He's like, well, if I do, it's going to be in the middle of the Atlantic. Foreshadowing. That's called foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that's another guy. And we got who else we got? We got uh, we got a former basketball player, a Navy. Yeah. Oh, the gambler. We got the, the gambler. Shows up no shoes. Do you know who gambler. that is? Do you know who played the gambler? No. His name is Jonathan Penner, right? He three time competitor on Survivor. Really? Yep. He's like a he's like a Survivor celebrity. Like I know who he is from Survivor, not from wow. anything else. Wow. I was like, yeah. that is Jonathan Benner from Survivor. And then he recently he wrote this year's The Bye Bye Man, the horror film The Bye Bye Man. Never heard of that. The Bye Bye Man is hilarious. It is so bad. You should check it out. All right, an endorsement from Jamie right yeah. there. It's the Bye a, Bye Man. It's a horrible film. I highly recommend it. Bye Bye Man. Yeah. Um, who else we got? Who else we got on the uh, ship? Nitro. Which one's Nitro? Nitro. Oh, Nitro's yeah. Electrician. Yeah, Nitro's Electrician. That's, that's already the strongest Correct. man in the world. And yeah, it's funny because that's not his nickname. Nitro is his name. Yeah, that's right. true. His nickname is Mike. Yeah, his nickname is Mike. Working I'm, on I'm working on a nickname. Okay. Mike. Mike. <laughs> and then uh, do we have – oh, we have Max the Cook who is basically just a slob. That's his whole character is he's a giant slob. Mm-hmm. Do we have anyone else? Well, you have the very first in our podcast, lady. main leading lady. Yeah, True. first first leading lady of these, and it's going to be pretty rare. I think GI Jane might be the other one we get. Okay, That's Lauren Holly. Uh, she's also Mary Swanson in Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's in another movie with William H Macy, another sub movie called In Enemy Hands, and that'll that'll come up later in one of my uh, one of my games. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, so they're, you know, they're a motley crew, not seaworthy at all, but ready to, to make this, uh, this sub ship shape. So off they go and they basically, I don't know, what do they play? Like in the Navy, by the village people and a big montage happens or something, some shit like that happens. Yes. Uh, and eventually, I mean, the sub just looks totally rusted at the beginning, but it looks okay yeah. and they're ready to sail out. Yeah. But they play a prank on Lauren Holly before they sail out. Oh yeah, Ew. yeah, yeah. They 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 replace all her clothes, which with much smaller clothes. <laughs> yep. So her breasts are basically like busting out. Yep, and 
<laughs> and that basically cancels the shore leave for the night, so everybody has to stay on the sub even though it's docked. Yeah, and what's funny is, um, and maybe I'll, yeah, I've been debating on whether to save this or not, but do you know, and this actually this is just a good point, good part to bring this up is, uh, do you know that when they do um, like uh, surveys with submariners and what the most accurate submarine film is, do you know which one it is? There's no way it's this. Um, it's down Periscope. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah, I have a quote from a really? STEM jobs website. This is about it's like science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Their, their jobs website with an interview with a submariner. And the question was for that submariner, what's the most accurate movie about submarine life? Question mark. The submariners all agree that it's down Periscope. And if you're into the hunt for the Red October, read it instead of watching it. So basically, he says this is the most accurate portrayal. And, and there's other people who have gone through this movie and said what's accurate or not. And they said, you know, the pranks they play on her and, and stuff like that, he didn't know too much about because women weren't allowed on submarines when he was in the Navy. But he would have been surprised if they weren't punished more for things like that. But that the kind of joking that they did wouldn't have been surprising. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I believe that. All the other movies are... Kind of nuts. There's like some yeah. giant you know, mutiny going on and people mm. busting guns out. Yeah. Do so. you know what the Do you know what the least accurate is? Is it Crimson Tide? It's Crimson Tide. No way. <laughs> it is it's, last movie Crimson Tide least accurate. Oh, it's such a good movie though. <laughs> I, might have I guess to, good movies don't make for yeah. normal it, life doesn't make for yeah, good it's movies. Third, second no. week Second week in a row I have to maybe downgrade my score. I gave it a ten. Maybe it's a nine. It's not accurate enough. I got to give it a nine. Nine inch sub. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. It's great, though. That that could be something we factor in. Uh, realism, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, now, I guess. Now that I know that. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, when this realistic portrayal of razzing, sexual harassment occurs in the film, uh, then they then they ship off afterwards. She she says, I can handle it myself. And, you know, Kelsey Grammer, Grammer seems to be, uh, you know, taken with this, you know, respects her for, for that. And um, off they go. So, off they go for their first dive. And she wants to do the dive. He's not so sure. Kelsey Graham is not so sure. Right, because she's only ever done simulated dives. Yeah, almost. This is her first one. Almost like uh, another character we knew from a previous film. Denzel Washington in Crimson Tide was a, was a thinker. Not someone right. with no act. Like he had, was an academic. He didn't know what was going on. Guess what we found out then? She didn't know what was going on. Well, oh, we wait. didn't find out then. But no, we found out that Denzel Washington could handle his shit. And we that could, is true. And we found out in this one, she could also handle her stuff. Like she was, she was good. good she was. So. And she even she even took a jab at Kelsey Grammer, because they were talking. She's like, I've only ever done the simulation, but I checked my scores are higher than yours. He's like, Well, how do you that know that? True. And there was she a little said, bit of shade. I have a printout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's that's a dick move, I guess. To yeah. you know do that, especially your new boss. But. Yeah. And so they start, um, they're kind of playing around. They do a dive, and this is where we get the third week, th- third movie in a row where um, they go to the crush point. They hit the, the crush, crush point. depth. Crush depth. And this one isn't very deep compared to the other ones. But it's more realistic, according to the websites I was reading. <laughs> All right. 500? 500. 500. And they say, and on the websites, they said usually it's around 400, and that you, and it, what was unrealistic about this is they would never allow someone, them to go below that during peacetime. You're only supposed to go below crush points um, in when you're like trying to evade an enemy or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. I'd never want to go below crush point. No. You have to sometimes. Well, I guess Curious. if it saves your life. 
But they so, even they even make a point of it in this. The um, one experienced guy, he takes a string yep. and he hangs it from wall to wall, and he says, "Hey, watch this. This the way because this is an old sub. These walls are going to bend in, and you see the uh, string starts sagging really bad." And so, yeah, guess it's realistic. That actually is. I mentioned in the articles <laughs> really? I was watching, they would actually do that. They would tape up a string to see how far it would sag. These are real things. I don't know who wrote this. <laughs> was it an actual submariner? I have no idea. None of them. None of the writers seems like they were actual submariners. We need to talk to. Well, did David Ward? Did he? He wrote this one. No, I don't think. No, so. No, he didn't. He just directed it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There were three writers on it, and they all were just from like the Bob Newhart show. And they really knew their stuff. Uh, the the one thing that that kind of Almost immediately, I started thinking, like, this seems like it's a serious film they turned into a comedy because it was one of the least funny movies I've actually ever watched. That's what I thought, too. The humor was, when it was there, it wasn't very good. It was pretty subtle. And that a lot of times with Kelsey Grammer in particular, it was pretty, uh, pretty subtle. But, uh, you know, with other people, then they go over the top, like Rob Schneider chewing out the cook. Right. For seemingly no reason, then you're supposed to find humor in it, but I'm just like, he's just kind of being a dick. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he was, oh, because he was screaming because the coffee and the lard. Were in the wrong uh, spots. Yeah, and he says, what are we going to have when we wake up in the morning? A hot cup of pig fat or something? He's like, well, it depends if it's a cold morning, and that's not funny. No. Not at all. No, none of it was funny. And then they just did a couple pratfalls with some him slipping on some oil, and you're supposed to think it was funny, but it's like, I'm sorry, Rob Schneider. <laughs> you aren't. <laughs> you'll find, you'll find it later. In the hot chick. You know. <laughs> and so uh, Kelsey Grammer's feeling pretty good about himself. They're they're doing pretty – they seem to be, you know, putting everything together. And so off they are for their war games. What they're supposed to do is they're supposed to uh, take a ship in Charleston uh, Harbor, Charleston, South Carolina. And so off they go uh, for that. And he – you know, Kelsey Grammer seems like he's – you know, resigned to losing, like just almost surrendering. He's like, ugh. And Rob Schneider really questions, you know, what's going on? He said, are you just giving up? Yeah. Surprise, he's not giving up. He's not. So they, they start approaching and um, also in somewhat of a surprise, I guess, his old captain's the one that he's competing against, William H. Macy. And he's on the other uh, submarine and they, they're like, oh, if these, this guy's going to be real crafty. They don't know they're going against a diesel sub, but they like, oh, this guy's going to be real crafty. He's going to come from the south. And of course, since Kelsey Grammer is a sophisticated socialite from Seattle, he uh, is also like, um, yes, I'm going to go from the south. So they're basically going to run into each other. Right. Uh, and in the end, they get pinged or they, they get seen of sorts. Yeah, they're detected by the sonar. Pinged. Yeah. And that was all, again, got to bring it back, super realistic, much more realistic than Crimson Tide. The whole thing with sonar made more sense. It's usually a guy who's sitting there listening, and by his ear, he, he can, can tell. tell different things. Yeah. Well, that was also something I read in Crimson Tide, is they said that the depiction of sonar was so inaccurate. Yeah, it was real bad. But they did it for, it was more of a visual type right. thing but for the viewing audience. But it wasn't as realistic. This makes more sense, but it is crazy to me that people are able to identify a submarine. Yeah. Or another ship, by the yeah. way it sounds. Yeah, even in the article I read, they said that so people who work sonar on subs will eventually go deaf at certain frequencies. The frequencies they listen to the most, they won't be able to hear at the end of their career. Well, I believe it because they probably just sit there with those headphones turned all the yeah, way up because really you have to find anything. Yeah. And the white noise or brown noise <laughs> would drive you nuts. Yeah. You shit your pants all day. 
Uh, so they're heading towards, and, and of course, Rob Schneider, you know, he doesn't want to lose, um, but he's also just an incompetent asshole. And he's like, I refuse to let you surrender. And Kelsey Grammer's like, shut your stupid mouth. Like, let me deal with it because I'm the captain. I wish that's what he actually yeah. said in the movie. It would have been funnier. Yeah. So <laughs> shut then, your stupid mouth, yeah. Rob Schneider. And they're like, he's like, take me to the surface, which does seem like he's going to surrender. Like, why would you go to the surface if you've been seen by this sub? And the sub's coming for them and they're, they're going to find and they're going to check because they were a little confused right they're detecting some noise as if from a diesel uh engine and they're like wait what like, that's not like a nuclear sub so maybe it's a fishing vessel they already think maybe it's a fishing vessel kelsey right. Grammer, knowing this they surface he has someone run up a light to the top of their periscope it's up periscope in this case not down yet it's mostly not up. actually yet. It's, they mostly say up periscope during this. i know i was kind of disappointed yeah. but he did say down periscope yeah. like once yeah he that's also... always good when they you know Say the movie yeah. name. I it, wish they did that. It was that scene when he, when he took out his dick. He said, down periscope. And it's just a flaccid dick that he took out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he screamed up periscope. And Wait, was six actually, to midnight. Was that actually in the cut? That was that was actually most of the movie. 70% of the film was scenes like that. It was weird. I don't know. Have you ever seen Zach and Miri make a porno? I have. Yes. Where um, it's... I want to say it's Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Yep. His power is that he Jason can just Hughes. get a boner whenever he wants. <laughs> That's Kelsey Grammer's real life. Yeah. In this film. That's how he got to And real life. And real life. Well, that's why, yeah. So uh, they run the lights up. They turn on their running lights. And um, they start singing Louie, Louie, Louie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> and all kinds of songs. <laughs> <laughs> to let everyone know that they are uh, fishing, just a fishing vessel. Don't mind us; we're just a fishing vessel. But they had to, they had to go and make a big scene. They had to have a guy go up and put a light all the yeah, way on yeah, the, yeah. on top of the periscope. That's why it was up, so it looked like a fishing ship. Yeah, and so they look up. They're like, "Oh, it's just we just found a bunch of beard up fishermen." This uh, we what if what jokes? And they off they go off the submarine goes. And this is the first of several times they trick the subs. So this is where you get you get a little insight. Like, Kelsey Grammer may, may be a little bit of fool, maybe a Denzel Washington type character really connecting with his uh, his crew. Um, you do get that later. Yeah, and uh, but like he's also very crafty, and he knows what's up, and he knows how to basically he knows how to win. He's a winner. He's like LeBron James or like Kobe Bryant or whatever or Michael Jordan. Yeah, um, or Tom Brady. He's like just yeah, like he's you just a think winner. about Kelsey Grammer with. Those people. I Mama. usually, well, yeah, if I think Kelsey Grammer, I think uh, Tom Brady. That's my first, that's the first thought in my head. The uh, TB12? TB12 method, yeah. He's that, he's that fit. Yeah. Jamie well, knows about TB12. It's all about pliability, really. Like, there you go. I thought hydration as well. Uh, it's a lot of it's about, it's uh, it's, yeah, it's a, a lot of it is about hydration. You got to drink like 18 gallons of water or some, some crazy Jeez. amount that Tom Brady drinks. But also, yeah, you, you get massages like all the time because you got to get pliability. Pliability reduces with age, so you got to get these massages. It's true. I do trust this him. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he's gonna win MVP. <laughs> uh, Kelsey Grammer is. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. If Kelsey Grammer were to step onto the football field, he'd probably beat Tom Brady. One hundred percent. I oh, think yeah. that's without a doubt. Well, because all he'd have to do is he'd get out there and welcome aboard to be hanging out of his um, Yeah, he'd just pull out pants. his dick and everyone would be like, we give up. There you go. With Kelsey Grammer, the Browns could be 1-15. 
without no they'd be seven oh. 16 and 0 you're gonna be your your foot's gonna be in your mouth when the browns win one of these last games oh man because oh. kelsey Grammer came out of retirement oh man out of retirement <laughs> i don't know if it's um, my uh place to backtrack but going back to the phrase beard up yeah, beard yes. up Has anyone beard. heard beard up before? I've never heard this term. These bros are beard up, man. I think I'm going to start using it a little bit more. I have not until this movie. You guys want to go get beard up? Mm. All right. I don't right. know. Yeah. It doesn't have a good ring. It no. just doesn't work. I'm always like, you guys want to go get hammered or yeah. blackout drunk? I think they, they probably use that phrase to show how lame William H. Macy is. There you go. He's like, beard Oh, that's up. true, because he's kind of... He's, he's a square. Know, he, is. he is. No doubt about it. He is just like he was... In Jurassic Park 3, a wimp. <laughs> and he definitely wasn't like he was. Oh, no, actually, in the cooler, he was also kind of a loser, and he, but he took out his dick, so that made him cool. Well, that makes anybody cool, I right. guess. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't like he wasn't He actually did have his dick out in Cooler. That's a real thing? That's a real thing. I'm this not lying about that. This isn't the boy who cried dick? No, it's not the boy who cried dick. <laughs> it is an actual thing. His dick is out in that one. I'm going to look this up right now. <clears throat> okay, anyways. Uh, so they continue on their way for you know the Charleston, trying to uh, capture the the ship in Charleston. And what happens? I'm I'm forgetting a little bit of the plot. So after they do Charleston, or after they evade the evade the ship as they head towards Charleston, they run into a little bit more trouble. Right? This is not where they have to go to the bottom of the ocean. That's later. No, that's later. So. They this part is done with relative ease. Yeah. And the Rip Torn is for Kelsey Grammer. Yep. And the other guy isn't. I can't remember his name. No. But no. he is not for him. He's an and unrecognizable then, character actor. Yeah, and there was some kind of talk. He's like, I've never lost a war game. He's talking to Rip Torn and he's up for you know. He's gonna three get his third stars. star, yep. And this is done very easily by Kelsey Grammer, so this guy is nervous. And so then he calls Kelsey Grammer, um, via some kind of communication, and tells him that the rules have changed. Yeah. The area he can go in is significantly smaller than what it actually is. Yeah, so this was another inaccurate thing that I read on the submarine thing was uh, when they capture the ship in Charleston Harbor, they shoot a red flare. That's a no-go. That's got to be a green flare. Green, green flare is a simulated torpedo. Red flare is submarine in distress. So that would have been a big no-no. <laughs> that would have been a problem. Yeah, a real problem. Yeah. So they're not totally accurate. Down periscope isn't perfect. That's what we learned. That's <laughs> pretty different. It's as close as can be, but it's not perfect. Uh, and so off they go back into the ocean, and they're, they're feeling pretty uh, good about themselves. But they get this call, and they, they have these new <clears throat> criteria. And, of course, Kelsey Grammer's like, you know, shit, I'm going to probably lose this because they're changing the rules on us. But, um, you know, let's, let's keep going with it. And so they're heading towards uh, Norfolk, uh, Virginia, to do the last part of the war games. And the the quadrants are just teeming with uh, ships and airplanes and, you know, the submarines and stuff like that. So they're going to have a real tough time evading capture. And they start getting pinged from everywhere. There's pings everywhere from these ships, from the airplanes, from the submarine. And so they do a real risky move. And Kelsey Grammer's like, take us to the bottom to... Um, what was the girl's name? Uh, Lauren Holly. Uh, Lauren Holly's character. Uh, take us to the bottom. And she's like, what? Like, I've never done... We didn't simulate sinking our submarine to the bottom of right, the ocean. Right, and just laying on the bottom. Uh, because 
I guess that's not something that they would probably want you to do because you do risk wrecking your sub, right. putting holes in it. Yeah. But as we saw from that news article about the German sub, that's what they happened. They yes. they messed up their their fin on some rocks as they were going like real low. So like it's real. Problem. This is real life. But the reason that they're going so low is because the sea floor can disguise you. Yeah. Uh, they can't really tell if they're pinging off the floor or off of a submarine that's sitting on the floor. So you basically go invisible. Right. via sonar and so they go they try to go real slow down and then she kind of messes up a little bit goes at the wrong angle and hits this rough patch of the floor and has a huge noise that happens and it's what we learned from crimson tide is being like a sound short it's like a really loud noise that basically told everyone in the in the surrounding area exactly where they were so they come swarming the the submarine comes swarming, but they're having trouble seeing them. So everyone's real quiet. And this is the thing that, like, the biggest critiques of Hunt for the Red October, biggest critique of Crimson Tide, biggest critique of pretty much any submarine film is when you're quiet, it's not, like, just not – it's, like, real quiet. Everybody has to shut up. Yeah, you got to shut up, and it really is, like, you can't be making noise. Well, I guess because you're, you're just in a metal tube. Yeah. And, that's any, sound, and sound through the water carries, like – Mad. Yeah. Anyways. Any any banging around in that sub or anything is gonna cause a problem for you, and so they're listening real intently because they need to know whether the other sub is nearby or whether it leaves, and the other sub's trying to figure out if they're there as well. So they're sitting there and they're waiting. This Everyone's is when real the fart quiet. Happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so we see the cook. And he gets a look in his face. Well, he's sitting there. He's <laughs> eating like some chili yeah, or something and you like know, that. And you know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, you've got an idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is when I turned to my wife and I was like, he's going to fart and they're going to think it's a whale and they're going to leave. <laughs> this is my That was my prediction. That would have been great. I was, I, I think but that, what happened was actually pretty great and perfect for the character yeah. afterwards. So. So he farts, and they're like, "We sounded, it sounded biological, some noise. So probably they must be down there." But then they're real quiet, and they're trying to figure out a way of kind of. Um, well, but they really draw the fart scene out. Oh yeah, everybody's gagging yeah, and yeah, like people trying, are puking, trying to hold back puke. and yeah. yeah, they're just like puking all over each other and like smearing it all over each other with gross. <laughs> and Again, Jamie has the unrated extended cuts yeah. that, I need that aren't one. really. They're not really sold in stores. No. They're sold only on the, the dark web. Yeah. <laughs> you had to personally access Kelsey Grammer's home network yeah. and uh, download it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're waiting and they're hoping to hear something. And they're like, okay, they must be there. They must be there. And so they get an idea. Kelsey Grammer gets an idea and says, like, to Sonar, because he was super into whale noises, like, you got to basically sign well, language. they do charades. Yeah, they do it's, charades. It's, 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 it's funny. It's drawn out. It's, it's drawn it's out. It's real long. I guess it's like a funnier part of the movie if I had to. Uh, but it did go on for a while. Yeah, okay, I disagree. But that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't think. I mean, if you want to say funnier compared to every other part of the film, that's then fine. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the film itself is just uh, a right. desert, a desert of funniness. Agreed. And I was hoping to find an oasis, but everyone turned out to be a mirage. Um <laughs> would have been awesome. Yeah. So uh, he starts doing whale noises. And this is when, like, I had predicted this whole thing, you know, to my wife. Oh, this is what's going to happen to my wife. She would have been fine with that. That Those whale noises, she was like, you have to you have to put this on your computer and put in some headphones because I'm not listening to this shit. <laughs> I, could tell, <laughs> I could tell my wife, too, is just 
she hates when there's some kind of repetitive noise or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and this she's one was <laughs> not having this. This was as like it was embarrassingly bad. She's like, I'm I'm embarrassed you're watching this right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. But this did bring up. I I even asked a question to Keenan during this movie. I said, Do submarines have some kind of amplifiers on the outside where you could just mimic whale or dolphin noises? Why wouldn't you? Uh, I'm pretty sure this is the the plot of Phantom. It, so you're basically well, you're talking like a Phantom device. Well, but that that just mimics any other vehicle. So you're saying like they'd engage the Phantom. <sighs> they would engage the whale Phantom. Yeah, the Phantom. Just but so you could essentially shut the engines off and just all of a sudden start playing whale noises, right? Yes. I don't disagree with this, although when we get the Secretary of Defense, maybe he'll be able to let us know why this is <laughs> so like, Actually, that is top secret. That is. How did you know? <laughs> I mean, you could do, you'd have to do a myriad of things. I feel like so when he's decide- mechanical is going to be better than biological. He's silent He's silent mm-hmm. for five minutes, like, damn it, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of work to do to get these things up and running now. This is, uh, or he's like, pending, sorry. <laughs> We better get a patent on that yeah. before this launches. Yeah, um, rich. So once again, they evade capture. They're basically like, okay, it's a whale or a right. couple of whales like moving around down there. Like that's what we saw. Like let's get out of here. So they again abandon that pursuit, and Kelsey Grammer kind of realizes like this is going to be really tough sledding to to be able to get into Norfolk. So he says like we're getting out of here, we're going out of the quadrants, and we're going to like regroup. Right. And not follow the, basically not follow the rules where like, if this is a true war game where they're trying to see if someone can do this, like a rogue uh, submarine, then it should be that. It can't be these like rules where they know exactly where they're going to be. So off he goes. And this is where Rob Schneider's character, who's basically been a Debbie Downer garbage character the whole film, is like, hell no, and pulls a Denzel Washington. It's great. It's almost an exact like copy of Crimson Tide. And I mean, this movie came out in '96. Crimson Tide was '95. Yeah, so. it's. I would. <laughs> I'm guessing they were spoofing it in some way. Yes. Which is essentially like you didn't follow the rules uh, according to the Navy protocol. So I'm taking over the ship. I'm the captain now. That's what he says. Yes. He says Tom Hanks. I'm the captain now. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and that is foreshadowing. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, who's with me? And everyone's like. Why would we? Be, you're Rob Schneider. Why <laughs> We're not going to listen you? to you. Yeah, hell no. Kelsey Grammer just calmly takes back the comms. Says, "This is the captain. Yeah. Anyone wants to go with him, you're free to do it." Yeah, I'm not going to punish you. Go ahead. Yeah, but surprise, everybody goes with Kelsey Grammer, and then Keenan. What do they do on the top of the ship? Oh, it's great. They have the pirate scene. Oh yeah, blindfold, walk the plank, whole thing. The Jonathan Penner, the gambling guy's outfit, made me uncomfortable in the scene. Oh, is he you... the one with the beer cans? Yeah, he was the one. Yeah, he was the one that was very sparsely dressed. I think I looked at Kyle and said, "What is that guy?" I, I literally called that out. It was really hard to watch. Yeah, it was unfortunate. I mean, you about took it. I don't know what this final rating was. This PG thirteen. Well, with all the dicks, it was got to be was, X. I was gonna say we got to be close. Wow, that might have taken it over the top. Yeah, this is the kind of movie where you have to go into like uh, the back of a movie rental store and you have to have an ID with <laughs> mm-hmm. you. <laughs> like, oh, you're getting down Periscope. I mean, his outfit was. Gaga-ish. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty close. Yeah, it's like Lady Gaga. And so uh, and so they w- make them walk the plank, and they're doing, like, a, a whole, you know, song and dance about it. What's funny is they have the, the Lauren Holly come out, and she's like, oh, no, I can't believe you're, like, doing this. 
And then they, it's like all a trick, right? They have him blindfolded and they put a, push him off the plank and in he goes to a net of a fishing vessel, which is like, wait, but Lauren Holly would have seen that. Like, right. why was she so upset yeah. as like some kind of, like as if they were really going to walk, have him walk the plank. You know what? It's very confusing. You know what I think it is, Jamie? What, was Hugh also watching the film with us? No. It felt it's, like, uh, um, it's uh, acting. Oh. oh. I know. So t- maybe take this too seriously. Or not seriously enough. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> did you guys think the whole time that he was going into a net, or did you think he was going in water? Well, you know, the way okay, they well. had it, he was looked like he was going to go in the water, but I'm like, they're not just going to kill somebody, I, because that's a, a serious offense. I also, I knew, I had watched this as a kid, and I somewhat semi-remembered this, so I knew he was going into, like, a net. Okay. He wasn't just going to be thrown to the sharks. That would have been crazy. Imagine that, that would happened. have been really. That's cool. exactly where my mind went. If they was, pushed him into yes. the water and they were like, "Cool," and then and off you, they went, and you're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> that would have been really funny. You just killed that guy. Yeah, they like push him, and there's all sorts of life preservers. <laughs> I am surprised. I feel like if this was made a little bit earlier, what we would have seen is Rob Schneider return at the end of the film and climb onto that fake ship in Norfolk Harbor and be like, "You know what? I'm gonna like prevent," and then get blown up, blown, get blown to pieces. <laughs> that That's like been... an '80s film. And then oh he, yeah, he'd be all charred. He'd have his like charred <laughs> uniform, and yeah, they'd all make fun of him some more. But he didn't show up again ever. They just he just disappeared. It'd that like, was surprising. It'd yeah, be like in no um, or remember that episode of Rick and Morty where uh, <laughs> they got Mister Poopy Butthole and they accidentally yeah, shoot him. Oh yeah. <laughs> And at the end, they show him, like, because they thought he was fake, they show him going through, like, rehab oh, and yeah, learning how to walk. Yeah, yeah. That'd be like Rob Schneider if it were the 80s movie. Yeah. Um, and so they kick him off, and they're feeling pretty good about themselves. Now now they're pirates. Like, that becomes kind of, like, their thing. Like, they're, they're rogue pirates. They're ready to go. So um, they go off to capture Norfolk Harbor. Right. And they do get pinged on the way back in. Mm-hmm. But the way to get out of this... They, there's also a lot of commercial traffic, so it's a big tanker. Yeah, you even see that there is foreshadowing. There's like a Chekhov's gun type situation where they show uh, Kelsey Grammer like reading the logs for shipping um, vessels, and he like circles one and goes, mm. mm-hmm. and off they go to like use that as their like decoy. He knows that he's gonna have to do something like that. Right, and they do a very shady maneuver here. Oh yeah, and so they they wanna they wanna use the shipping um, uh, vessel to hide themselves, but they can't just go up from the bottom, right? That doesn't hide you. They, they can follow you all the way, and they'll know exactly where you are. Right. You need to go between the propellers and fit right in there, just like Kelsey Grammer's dick, <laughs> basically. I mean, it's basically, a, this is now a clear metaphor for Kelsey Grammer's dick and him getting it in. It is. Yeah. A literal metaphor, as we see his oh, dick yeah. also go in. In yes. real, like in this movie, like just like <laughs> penet- clear penetration. It's hardcore. Yeah. Through the screws. Yep. That's what they call it. <laughs> Through the screws. I could tell by the way he said it, I was supposed to think it was cool. Yeah. Damn, it was it was cool. Yeah. And so he, they, the screws. and they, uh, he, he's like, okay, Lauren Holly, like you gotta, you gotta do this. And she's like, I can't do this. There's no, you know, there's no simulation for going between the propellers of a boat, right? She's there like, should be after this movie, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think that's what they learned. That's probably the, the sequel is them designing the new simulator. Annapolis. <laughs> Annapolis is just taking notes right now. Yeah. Like, oh, my word. It's War Games 3. Uh, that's the sequel to Down Periscope. So it's the third movie in the War Games series and then the second movie in Down Periscope. Because I don't know. It, War Games does have a 
video sequel, I believe. Really? Yeah, so this would, can't be the second one. It has to be the third one, unfortunately. Right. Um, and so she's like, I can't do it. Like, you got to do it. You have more experience. And he freaks out, and he starts doing it. And you can kind of – he's doing it, he's but he's not really yeah, – he's yeah. purposely screwing it up, but he's yeah. not. he doesn't really look like he knows what he's doing, and he's doing these things that seem dangerous. Yeah. And she has to continually correct him, and he's like, well – I don't know how to do this, so you better come in here and help me out. And eventually she caves, and they're able to thread this needle. And it's all a really dangerous maneuver just to get laid. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. There's That's basically what happens. There's no other, yeah. I mean, and then they immediately become like the couple. They have a relationship following this. Yeah, because after, afterwards they're hiding, and she's like. Could have killed everyone yeah. just to get laid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because those props would have just, like, carved right through the side of the oh, sub. Yeah. Right through that model sub that they had. Right. <laughs> Goodness. Um, and then she's, you know, later she's down in his quarters. Yeah. She's like, oh, that really freaked me out or whatever. And how long would you let, how long would you have put that, kept doing that before you took, o- took over and did it for real? And he's like, it's just, just a heartbeat. You really had me going there. Right. Yeah. Anytime you're, you mention your heart, you're like, oh. Yeah. We and so the then knees. they kiss and she's like, can can I permission to was it permission to f- speak freely? Speak freely, and it just kisses him yeah. on the lips, and that is unacceptable. That's unprofessional, right? You can't we, do that. We didn't Not have acceptable. any. We didn't have any kissing in Phantom or Crimson Tide. No, it's all male cast. There should have been. Wait, what? <laughs> to each their own. Yeah. yeah, Ed Harris and Fickner. <laughs> oh, make out sash. We needed that. Was anybody giving him? No, nobody was giving him mouth to mouth. No. Oh, somebody was giving mouth to mouth in Crimson Tide, though. They're the only, they they only clutching his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel beating anymore. <laughs> uh, and so uh, they're following the boat in, and they they come out from outside, underneath it, and they're heading towards the boat. They're they're seen by the the uh, sub, and at this point, the dick face commander or whatever, William H Macy. No, no not no, even the him. other guy. He gets onto because he sub. takes oh, over. Yeah. Did they show in your cut how he got on that ship? A helicopter. Right? Didn't you not, did you not have the helicopter? I think he took a helicopter. Okay. Yeah, he took a helicopter. Yeah, so they show him boarding a helicopter and then helicoptering over to a submarine. It made me think that season four, helicopter films. Helicopter films would be great. I also thought of, because um, Jamie and I are in a bowling league together, bowling. how great bowling movies would be good. That would be good. I said that really weird. How great bowling movies would be good is what I said. But um, don't nobody talk like that. <laughs> There's this movie that I found where it's some kind of bowling horror film. Oh, man. And it sounds amazing. It sounds like it's right up your alley, actually. Ayo, right up your alley. Oh. <laughs> wow. That'd be our first bowling movie we make. And that actually would be the name of it. Right oh, my up your God. Alley. Actually, we've actually talked about a bowling movie a lot. It involves a half-cyborg uh, robot rebellion. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but right up your alley <laughs> should be the title. There we go. Um, and so they're they're kind of heading towards their target, and they've given they've been given live torpedoes for this last target. It's a fake ship out there. It's like basically a de- decommissioned ship. It's going to be scrapped. So they let them use live torpedoes, and if they can blow up the ship, he wins. Do you think so, this this type of stuff is a problem with like conservationists? She's like, oh, we can no, like scrap actually, this, or I'm just going to blow it up and let it all sink to the ocean. Well, floor. It, de- it depends because they often do that as part of conservation. Like they'll sink ships uh, to build coral reefs. Oh. True. 
All right. Because like, things can build onto it because it got the surfaces. I learned something new today. Yeah. So like, it may have been, it probably was a case where they were, you know, they had had some problem with the harbor. They were sinking it right into the perfect spot. Makes One can sense. only assume. Right. <laughs> they didn't go into detail on that plot point. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, that's for the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, they get off there, they're, it's kind of a race against time. They, uh, they put like the, the guy, what's it, what's the famous actor who was the engine guy? Oh, oh God. He's an alien. Howard. He just died. Oh, uh, Harry Dean Stanton. So Harry Dean Stanton is the engine guy and he pours a, pours like liquor into the engine to get yeah, a little whiskey. bit of a, yeah, a little, after it takes Another a couple, couple yeah, a little bit of RPM. So a, a nice gym beam just to pour it right in there. And then. Uh, they're getting. They're down. going a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> they're going a little bit faster, and um, they're the other sub is chasing them, trying to get them into target range. And so they get off their torpedoes, or as they even call it, a couple fish. of fish. They they shoot out their fish, and uh, they're able to. Um, they're they're caught. They they get a call, and they're like, "You're done. We got you." And Cassidy's grammar is like, oh, man. We, like, res- we respect the kill or yeah, whatever. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. And all that like <laughs> regular stuff that he says all the time. And then he uh, he says, but unfortunately, we got a couple fish off. Well, no, fortunately. Unfortunately for you. Yeah, for you. Yeah. But they, weren't, they were not able to lock on in time when they shot the torpedoes. Right, yeah. From the hip. Yep, so they shot from the hip, which is really hard to do. So he just had to call on the coordinates. But they, that made a big difference because if you would have waited for the lock-on, they would have had you and you would have been dead. And they – Well, virtually. They blow up that ship and they win. And everyone's celebrating. They get off the thing and he's informed that he does, he is not going to be getting his Los Angeles class sub uh, that he was promised from Rip Torn. Instead, he's getting a Seawolf class sub. U.S. Navy has – Three of them. Yeah, and do you know what? They were supposed to have a lot more, but they're too expensive. Too expensive. Yep, I looked this up too. Yeah, too expensive. They were supposed to be the next generation of subs. They built three of them. Too expensive. They went to the Virginia class or something. Yes, I can't remember. Correct. Some yeah, it's another uh, like city or state. Ah, uh, Sea Wolf just sounds way. Cool. Oh, it's yeah. really good. I can't believe we don't have a uh, movie Sea Wolf. About, That's a good point. It's about a werewolf on a submarine. <laughs> That's an even better point. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. I know it's great. So. But it'd have to be some kind of futuristic, like, uh, cruise ship type submarine where there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. thousands of people on a wow. submarine. What did cruise you say? Cruise ship submarine. Yeah, that could be... Why is that not a thing? Yeah, actually, with all the profits from this podcast, we should <laughs> build our cruise, cruise ship, ship submarine. submarine. Yeah. So far, you've got. So far, you're gonna pipe out whale noises. Whale noises. Yeah. Yep. You could do that on your cruise ship submarine. Cruise ship submarine. We got. We got sea wolf. Werewolf on a werewolf on a cruise ship submarine. Could be a film. cruise. And I also we also have serial killer on a submarine, which I still don't think is a thing. Right. And you got you got a crew. It's got a 79 day rec- uh, mission. One of them's a serial killer. <laughs> and it's not Ed Harris, the janitor. <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about him. He's just got a small role. You won't like, see him again. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. If you were just put Ed Harris in this movie, it's all these like B-listers and you have him, but he's just like a janitor. And you're like, wait. I'm in. Isn't, isn't that Ed Harris? <laughs> yeah. Welcome in? aboard, huh? Yeah. He's probably the serial <laughs> killer. He's, he's a famous actor. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, or it could be like a Deep Blue Sea situation. Remember where they got 
Samuel L. Jackson's the biggest actor in that, and he just gets gone eaten by that shark. That that would be the beginning of everything. And Harris is the janitor, and he immediately he's the first one killed by that serial killer. Or he just like slips and falls and hits his head, and, <laughs> yeah. and he goes into a coma. Oh man! And then he comes back and he saves everybody. Yeah, but he's now he's a drunk and he has uh, seizures because he's because you know, <laughs> he hit his head. Yep. Oh man, Phantom! You It'll, need to really watch Phantom. It's gonna know. haunt our the rest of these podcasts. Yeah, sorry to all our listeners. All right, so that that is the that is a recap of what happened in this film. It's a little shorter, it, I think, because at the of end though, less there, happens, there was a funny. very foreshadowing event because um, Lauren Holly comes up to Kelsey Grammer right at the end. Yep. She's like, let's hey. get it in. Yeah, she's like, let's um, get it on. Let me, uh, I want to hear more about this tattoo or something. Oh, yeah. Oh. And that is, that's not even an exaggeration. That happens and then they walk away together. They yeah. Do. And I had 20 more minutes of this film that was amazing. I can tell you that 20 much. 20 minutes? Past? 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, you're underestimating Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Come on. Dude, TB12. Yeah. TB12. He got it all from Kelsey Grammer. I can tell you, he is pliable. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tattoo legible in all phases? Uh, At some point, it started rubbing off. I mean, that's... Oh, wow. Yeah. Friction. They were going at it. Yep. Going for it. (laughs) Uh, Hey, what do you do if your girlfriend starts smoking? Is this a joke? Yes. Uh, You... I don't know. What is it? Slow down and use lube. Hey, oh, <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. I told that to a guy at work. He literally started crying. I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> it's not that funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty darn good. But... Um, so, yeah. What, what was your, what's your, like, overall impression of the film? All right. Like you said, this, this movie is set up as a comedy. Yeah, it is. And it's not funny. It's not funny. It is definitively not funny. I've, I can. There's only a handful of films I will say that I found less funny than this one. Usually, even the bad comedies I watch a lot of, I would say, okay, uh, I had like three scenes that were kind of funny or whatever. This had. I can't even really think of one that was funny. I mean, there are characters I like. There are situations I like. I liked actually how he evaded the the other subs and stuff like that. I thought it was right. clever and kind of fun and interesting. But like. But jokes or funniness? Nah, mm. nothing. Not a single really thing that happened, and it was actually funny. Right. So I guess the funniest uh, thing is the welcome aboard dick tattoo. And but they, I think most people actually found that a giant detriment to the film. Like it's mentioned a lot in the uh, in the reviews for this film as being a terrible part of it. Really? Yeah. I thought the funniest part is that it was carried on. For so long through the film, I thought it was just going to be literally mention be, it. Dumb. Yeah, I wouldn't literally beginning to end. Yes, yeah, I, I don't know anything about carrying jokes on too far though, so no, I wouldn't know neither. anything about that. Neither. <laughs> Ed Harris is not a joke to us. No, and they pull out their dicks in these films. You just don't. <laughs> people don't see it. I don't understand. They're not paying attention to the details. No, no. They're too distracted by the submarine. They don't see the dick hanging out. It's like when a magician is doing something with one hand to distract you. If you just look at all the other characters on screen, you're like, why is everybody hanging brain right now? Right. (laughs) It's like, that's they don't understand. They don't understand that the captain is, this is their realm. They own it. They can do whatever they want. And they pull out their dicks all the time. (laughs) Right. If anybody disagrees, you put them in the torpedo tube. Done. Shoot them out. Send them out. Just like in Transformer. (laughs) <laughs> that new submarine film. Oh, yes, that's real. right. All right, so, I, yeah, I got to say, I agree. I like, it was one of the least funny comedies I've ever seen. Uh, and as I said, it's like, like someone wrote a super serious submarine film about war games. And then they were like, we got to turn this into a comedy. 
we got to do we got to somehow <laughs> turn this into a sub yes. into a submarine comedy and and they just piled jokes and weird characters in to try to make it that but it, everything Had it been else serious, serious it could have been I think it would've been great <laughs> yeah i mean they like you said everybody says it's the most accurate right i didn't know that till tonight yeah but it would have been a really good serious movie comedy not so much i don't right. I expected it. I was like, oh, maybe we'll get some laughs. And I was just watching it. I'm like, it's, when, right. you, it's when you have different expectations. Right. So uh, inch, what, how many inches are you giving it? Real question ends up being like ranking against Phantom. Against Phantom. Because we gave that, what, five inches about? Somewhere six inches. Six inches. Okay. okay. Six. That's actually pretty good. I mean, I guess this is maybe five inches. I agree. Five. five inches. What do you think, Keenan? I give this it five. Is, this is your first inch rating. Well, yeah, and I mean, I don't know what all goes into the rating, but I was going to say... Just, what, like your visceral gut feeling. I honestly, I thought six was okay. All but right. then they lost some style points with uh, Rip Torn Son coming in mm. and his attitude and his right said, Fred, I'm too sexy, get up. Lost oh, yeah. Lost some style points for me. He had uh, a straight up... Um, mesh tank top. It was oh, weird. We did. He was rocking that mesh yeah. tank top. That was a little odd. Yeah. And the and spotty, just unconnected tattoos. Yeah. It's just odd. Yeah. And I, I should have been a full sleeve. If, you I, can, if you're going to go to a movie, you got to have a full sleeve. Yeah. I rarely wear a mesh tank top. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Only when you're working out. Yeah. Right? Le- less than once a week. Well, about once a week, probably. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Actually, so. he wears it at bowling nights. Well, go. that's our. Team uniform. Yeah. You just wear it too. No, no one else has had gotten their uniform. They haven't adopted it. Yeah. Uh, so I agree, though. I, I would give it a. I give it a five. I think it's. It gets some points for all the submarine stuff, but like nothing else. Everything else about it is terrible. But it's very accurate submarine film. More right. accurate than the ones we've seen. And then they have good stuff with that. Uh, those games, uh, the war games and stuff like that. So. It gets some benefit. It'll be interesting to see what falls below where you, we actually have to say on the podcast, like, I rate this below down Periscope. Like, that's a pretty big deal, I think. <laughs> that's setting the mark. Yeah. Uh, I, we do have a couple movies on the watch list, which oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure are uh, going to get I can there. name a few. Agent Red. Yep. The U.S.S. Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Got to be. Although that, one's, that one doesn't have much... Uh, submarine, so it may take a while for us to actually watch. Yeah. We're going to get you guys but through Stinger. a lot of submarine oh, movies oh, first. Stinger. <laughs> That's the one, I think. <laughs> I think Stinger's going to be pretty bad. When I looked that up on IMDb, only two actors or actresses in the movie had headshots on IMDb. Ooh. That's, that's a great rough. sign. And yeah. it was a 1.9 IMDb. There you go. Oh, yeah. Ugh. That's rough. Oh, yeah. It's an IMDb um, page full of sketch is what that is. Yeah. Mm. All right. So what do we got as other uh, other things we got going? Other uh, sections. Well, so I got my I got my trivia. You got your yeah submarine, and you got some news. Which you got one? some news. Which one do you want to start with? I don't know. If you want to get your news ready, Keenan, I'll tell everybody about subs worldwide. Oh, I thought you were going to go into a sponsor segment for a second. <laughs> it's our new sponsor. <laughs> we're not sponsored. Yeah. I wish. Surge. Just sitting here drinking Surge. Um, so. Last week, we talked about Iranian subs. This week, I decided, what the heck? 
I also I just just uh, before you start this, if you listen to that one, you can just tell all the times I tried to interrupt you to be like, all right, that's enough. All right, you all did. Right. You kept oh, doing God. it. God. <laughs> oh man, let's just keep going. Yeah, and look at this. My notes are even longer this time. Oh my these. God. Yeah. So I was wondering because all of us live close-ish to Canada. Sorry, I didn't mean to smack you. That's right. Uh, so I was like, what? What is a Canadian Navy sub like? How many are there? What do they have? Uh, they have four total. That's pretty good. How many do the United States have? Like seventy. Oh wow. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. They're they're really low on the list of what they have. They probably have more than Argentina now, though, right? I can't remember. There's there's some kind of list. I'll have to look yeah. it up and see what everybody's got. But um, the subs they're using are an older <laughs> older class of sub. Uh, there was actually some kind of political dispute because there was a while where Canada was going to research and build their own nuclear submarines. Jesus. But, but that fell through. Obviously. And so, <laughs> and so what happened was the U.K. was decommissioning these subs that were built in the 70s, these diesel electrics. And so Canada's like, well, what the heck, we'll just buy them. So they bought these and they renamed them. So the British names were the Unseen, the Unicorn... The Ursula and the Upholder. Great names, I gotta say. Oh, yeah. Yes. I really like Unseen and yeah. Unicorn. Yeah, Unseen and Unicorn really go. They're right. all I mean, with a got, U. Yeah. yeah, you got the Little Mermaid reference with Ursula. That's solid. <laughs> right. Sure. That's all I could think of. <laughs> now, be prepared for the Canadian names. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, God. Victoria. Oh. Yeah. Windsor. Great. Cornerbrook. That's the worst one. Come on. And Chico Utumi. <laughs> Did I say that was the worst one? That one's the worst one. Chico Utumi. I don't even know how the heck you say Chico- that. She cooed to me. Somebody fell asleep on the keyboard on that one. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Like, oh, woke up. Well, good enough. Uh, but anyway, these these subs were only built in like to support the rest of the British Navy. They weren't for like the really? main stuff. They were decommissioned at the end of the Cold War, and Canada said, "Hey, let's buy these, refit them." So, because they had certain specifications that they needed to meet, I don't know what they would have been because they didn't have any subs. Uh, but they said, well, they gotta, they got to fit this. They hold 53 people on the sub. They're 230 feet, 7 inches long. Hull also has acoustic tiles that help reduce its sound signatures. These are good facts. These are. I'm enjoying this. And the uh, the battery, this is something that's pretty interesting mm. with these diesel electrics. Mm. I am it, interested by this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it can run for 90 hours. Wow. And so that's running silent for 90 hours. When it's submerged, it goes 20 knots. The surface only goes 12. Mm. It's got a couple torpedo tubes, but, you know, that's whatever. They can <laughs> they can go 55 knots. They can have a range of 24 miles, 40 that's knots. That's 24 30. miles. That's, that's yeah. a long way to Whoa. shoot somebody. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're just in a lake or whatever the Canadian Navy is in. <laughs> Hudson Bay. Yeah. Or Lake Superior. Yeah, they just got up say, there. Just battling yeah. out. Yeah. Or Lake Erie. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Wait, not Lake Erie. We'll take back Ohio. Lake Erie, to be fair, you wouldn't be able to see anything. No, you would so not. muddy. Yeah. But in uh, it's kind of funny because the in 2014, Canada bought some upgrade kits to allow these to fire um, more modern torpedoes. Sweet. And it's, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I mean, you're still outfitting these things from the 70s. You think at some point you're like, oh, maybe we should get something new. Guess not. No. Wow, look at that number for what they purchased it for. Yes. Oh, and yeah, for they bought these for seven hundred fifty million dollars each. Each or all of them? Used all of them. All of them for seven fifty million. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. So good. I guess it's not 
horrible. Should we pull our money? What are we thinking? I was gonna say. I think we can. I think we might have enough to get one. What do you think? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. With our salaries, yeah. I mean, used, easily in the yeah. the ad revenue we have for this. Used sub business is strong. Is that over fifty mil? Oh yeah, but, and that's what Germany's all about right now. Used sub business. Well, because I mean, they used to have so many. Yeah. Now they don't have like any. No. But they have had a lot of issues with these. One of them even caught fire after this is very much like Phantom. Water rushed in, hit the batteries, oh, yeah, yeah. caused a fire. Mm. And then <laughs> and then there was a whole big problem because they tried to put the fire out, but they needed to get the gas out. And all of a sudden they turned on oxygen, and that uh, really <laughs> sparked up another fire. This is what you get recording at home. But we can't drink when we record at the library. <laughs> Why? Right, I mean, probably could. Actually, somebody would block the window. There you go. It's a very small booth, but it has a window to the outside, which one day when we're famous, people be like, yeah. oh, look at them. They're in there recording their podcast. And you know what? I, I don't, this isn't even unusual. I listen to a bunch of podcasts where people are like, oh, my cat just climbed in my lap. Like, <laughs> there blah. you go. Really? Yeah. Oh. I have trouble hearing you say that we couldn't drink at a public library. I knew you would. I mean, come on. This I, is, can, I can drink at a public this library. Is, what happened to Bowling Green, Kyle? Don't give out too much information. I'm, uh, <laughs> what was the, what's the um, Kanye bad. song? I'm, I miss the old Kanye, the something, something Kanye. Is that, uh, the only Kanye song I know is All of the Lights. And then there's that music video where he cuts that demon um, Furby thing out I think of himself. You're, I think you're talking about the old Kanye. I'm talking about the new Kanye. Oh, I don't know him. Um, I literally know. Like Katy Perry collab Kanye? That's new? That's old Wait, Kanye. did he actually do that one? Or uh, when was that one? That was. I'm talking about like the new album, the one that he dropped mm. while also at like a model show at MGH. Or MSG. 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 You mean MLG? MLG? Major League Gaming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so is that the end of your, is that the end of your sub? <laughs> Yes. Great. No, 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 it was real. I, uh, you know what? This time I really loved it. It was great. The fuck you did. Okay. Well, uh, should we move on to news, or do you want to do some? Uh, let's do some news. Let's do some news. Yeah. We can yeah, end with you the ready? Facts about it. You yeah. ready? This is what you've been waiting for, man. Yeah. I mean, I had this queued up. Yeah. Actually, I actually researched this a little bit. I, I've got to admit, during Dial and Periscope, that's I probably you. where I saw you I, over there working. That's on your probably phone. where I forgot the helicopter scene. Right. I'm just gonna admit to that. You right probably now, did. But, it was interesting. So it comes from the Navy Times. So first of all, it's legit. It's under the section of your Navy. Oh. So even further. That's pretty. But it was an article about, I thought it was very interesting, talking about, you know, down Periscope talks about Lauren Holly coming on as the first female in a trial state at that point. Yeah. So this was 96. So they were ahead, way ahead of the game to talk about foreshadowing. It's actually true because I think when we were watching Crimson Tide, they even said... Or, or, no, I guess it was in reference to this one. The first Navy to allow a woman on a submarine was, like, the next year. It was Norway. And so, like, this was way before the U.S. was doing it. It was, like, a place like Norway that actually was the first one to do it. And it was after the movie. I don't so, recall that. At, oh, after the movie. That's I, a hell of a I don't recall that period. at all. We're looking at 14-year trial period, 13? Yeah, Something like that, yeah. That's lengthy. So, it was interesting. I, I mean, it caught my eye because it said, first... The article opens up, every submarine in the U.S. fleet was designed with the height, reach, and strength of men in mind. Ooh. From the way valves are placed to how display screens are angled. I don't know if light bulb is the correct term for this, but that was an aha moment for me. I said, you know what? Never even thought about it. If you think about it, from the valves and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of force it takes, all of that, 
you have to re-engineer from the top down. So that's what this article is touching on. Not for everyone, though. That's I think that's the point, right? Yeah. Not for everyone on the sub. Correct. So they, they, they kind of go through and they talk about they've actually commissioned, and I have their name. Oh, I see what you're Electric okay. Boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a clever name. Electric Boat is the name of the company who's been commissioned. Oh, okay. Won the contract from the government. But they are rolling out the first class of submarines in about 2020, 2021 Ooh. that are engineered for both. So Both genders. Both genders. So they will essentially they've lowered the height on. They talked about display screens and things so, like that, but they hit on the valves quite a so bit. So they're, they're going to have a submarine that's designed for all women, is that right? Or is it going to be for that bo- both can unis- be yes. okay, okay, Yeah, okay. Unis- yeah. I see. For every service member is what they term it. So I think we should go the next step. All women. All women. All men submarines. Yeah. Why not? That'd be crazy. War games mm-hmm. between men and women. Ooh. Yeah. Cooler heads. I'm into it. So our, that's the, that. What is it? Our sixth venture of our company, or what? Yes. Yeah. Much we have, later. We have quite a few things uh, going on. Cooking. They even go so far. Columbia class boats, which electric boat is rolling out. Valves will be generally placed lower. Sometimes there'll be an extension handle. Some will be easier to turn. Sails will be able to connect their mask into emergency air system at the side of passageways instead of overhead. Things that I never even thought about. So as I was reading mm. through this, I mean, you have to go through every single step. When it comes to height, weight, everything, they have to accommodate for that. They even talk about engineering yep. on, you talk about all-female boat. Mm. Could you potentially have heavier equipment in there? It's another mm. movie, too. All-female boat. Oh, you're talking about heavier equipment because of the could less you carry, weight? Could you have a bigger payload? I don't oh, know. Oh, probably could because women typically weigh yeah. less than men. Serious question. Secretary of Defense, we need these answers. You could, yeah, you might be able to hold he more just, torpedoes. He just texted me. He's not going to make it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, my God. One day. He said traffic. That's bad. It is rough around here. Yeah. This is my first time. To... Hey, we don't say the name of our place we live. <laughs> bleep that out. New bleep York, out. New York. Yeah, bleep that out. Yes. What was that stick thing on Nickelodeon? Stick stickling. <laughs> oh. Stick stickling. <laughs> There's a baby with a mustache. No, he's got a plumber stash. I think my wife is drunk. Wait, so you literally you cannot give out your location? We're not going to. Man, we're on a submarine. You guys got to brief me on this. That's stuff. true. We're we're on it. Where okay. we are is an undisclosed location on a submarine. We're just off the coast of North Korea. Yeah, Ooh. we're near Vladivostok. Thank you. See, we don't even know what it is. Yeah, there you go. Um. All right, I like that news. That's Solid. good news. Yeah. Good news. Progressive news. Oh, and I forgot, well, <laughs> hey, I forgot the, the biggest part of that is they lifted the ban on female service members in 2010. Wow. That's very recently. Yeah. That's way after G.I. Jane paved the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that was also about a submarine that she was, like, in a trial for, like, being on a submarine. Really? Yeah, I believe so. It's in the Navy in it, G.I. Jane. That sounds believable enough. Yeah. I might be making it up, and you wouldn't know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just take him at his word. <clears throat> All right, so now it's uh, time for a little IMDb trivia, and I got some games associated with this time. This time I didn't just, like, half-ass it and just read some trivia. I'm doing some real stuff. Okay. okay. So my favorite one, according to Tom Arnold, in an interview with Howard Stern, he was originally offered the lead role but turned it down. He also said that Kelsey Grammer did a much better job than he would have just before – so – I agree with that. It would have been better with Kelsey Grammer than Tom Arnold. Yes. Um, yeah. So this all happened just before Kelsey Grammer's like peak, kind of. Like Frazier was still 
below top 10 in on TV. Like right. That year that it was released, it was 11, and the next year it was 16. And then after that, it climbed up to like a peak of number three for most watched television shows okay. on TV. I looked through some of the other shows that were in the top 10 just to ask the question of would have been better with someone else in the lead role. So number one was ER. Is it better with George Clooney in the lead role? Who's in the lead role? I've never watched it. No, no, no. I'm saying the lead role of, of Down Periscope oh. is now George Clooney. Is is Down oh. Periscope better? It would have been better had, had the writing been different and they didn't want it to be a funny movie. No, I'm, I'm, I, it's got to be the it's oh, same, same movie. same movie? Same movie, but it's now it's George Clooney. No. No. I agree. Okay. What do you think, Keenan? No. Okay. It would have been, no. Okay. Too serious. So Seinfeld is is number two. All right. What about Kramer? Michael Richards as the <laughs> captain. <laughs> um, I, I'd have to say no. He's always so spastic. He's pretty spastic. He might be better as like a sonar. Or like, uh, mm. or like the electric, uh, um, Mar- uh, Mike, <laughs> yeah. Nitro. Yes. Nitro. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> number four that year was Friends. So Matthew Perry. I think that's the closest to the ones you've said. I think yes. that one's. I actually, I think that one would be better. Yeah. Matthew Perry's a better one. Probably yes. Yeah. He's got the right kind of humor for that. Okay, you're All gonna right. li- you're gonna like this one. Number nine. Home Improvement, Tim Allen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Tim Allen as Tim the Allen. sub man? Yep. He's making too many Santa movies at this time. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> I mean, I think this is the closest, like, Matthew Perry is the closest to being, like, oh, it would be better with him. This one's the closest to being, this is the same, it's the same movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Probably this is be. the same movie. Yes. Now, like Tim I Allen. think that is a push. Yeah. And then the last one is number one in my heart, Ed Harris. Better movie or not? <laughs> Wait. Uh, um... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I was, at first I was thinking, what number one show or top ten show in was my Ed heart. Harris in? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, so obviously. you would have been kicked off the show if you didn't answer. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So uh, other trivia, film debut of comic, a comedian, Patton Oswalt. You saw him in a couple scenes. Yes. But uh, very briefly. Yeah. So he had to relieve uh, two weeks in um, in order to take uh, a job as a writer for Mad TV. So he had to. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So that's why you didn't see him out that much. That's the uh, the diesel submarine used in this movie was the USS Pampanito. It's a uh, World War II submarine. It's on display in San Francisco as a museum, and it couldn't move under its own power. So there were some scenes with it kind of moving around, but it was being towed, and everything else was models, and you could barely tell. <laughs> AKA, you could obviously tell they were models. Yeah, and you could tell in some of the scenes if you knew what you were looking for that it was being towed. You can kind of see out ahead of it. You know, there's a current. It's not just the sub moving it under right. its own power. It's a line. Yeah. Okay, number four for the trivia. When the crew takes a stingray for a test drive, they order a depth of 500 uh, feet. They pass 400, which they remark is the crush depth. And we're very interested. That's why I brought this trivia up, because we're very interested in crush depth. Third in a row, three out of three so far, We talk, they've talked about their crush depth. Yes. I'm waiting for the movie where they don't talk about the crush depth. Like, well, <laughs> obviously, this is not a good submarine movie. Yeah. So it was, in fact... The te- test depth rating for that class of submarine. Uh, so it shouldn't have been dived any deeper than 400 feet during peacetime. Really? Uh, and it's two-thirds of the depth the submarine was designed for. 
So I'm not sure. That maybe crush depth isn't like a accurate term or something like that. But that's they they talk about the test depth as being that's what lined up with it. So, and so I guess they, we need to yeah. look more into that. So the crush depth, you can go even further. You can behind, go below it, so but they, you're probably gonna die. Yeah. So they say that there there are several reported and accepted instances in World War II of submarines going below their crush depth without being destroyed. That they survived it. Wow. So, but you're not supposed to do it. And they, they actually survived relatively unscathed from doing it. So oh, Interesting. All right. And so my last one. <clears throat> so the USS Stingray 161, which is what we used, uh, was a Blau-cast diesel submarine also used as USS Swordfish 161 in the making of In Enemy Hands 2004, which also starred William H. Macy. And Lauren Holly. So that's been mentioned before, right? Yes, it is. So I thought there would be a little game. You wanted to bring Ed Harris into this, and we've brought him up a couple times now, but right. not enough. Uh, so I wanted to. So the game here is um, Six Degrees of Ed Harris. Can we make our way from this film all the way to Ed Harris using only submarine films? And so, I mean, obviously, off the top of your head, you're not going to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. So I did it for you. Oh, so I have it here. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, it's just not possible. You can't do it off the top of your head. That'd be crazy. I mean, maybe eventually. <laughs> I'd be like, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously, William H. Macy was in Down Periscope, but he was also in, in Enemy Hands, as we just mentioned. Right. Also in that movie is Thomas uh, Kucherman. He was also in U-571. Okay. That also had Bill Paxton in it who was also in the movie Navy Steals, starring Charlie Sheen, which involves a submarine. In that movie is Michael Bean, who's also in The Abyss. Oh, and there it is. And guess who's in The Abyss? Ed Harris, who's in Phantom. (laughs) So there we go. Wow. That's incredible. Even easier last time with Crimson Tide. Mm -hmm. So Viggo Mortensen was in G.I. Jane, which involves a submarine. In G.I. Jane is Jason Begg, Beggy Begg, who was in Phantom with Ed Harris. My <laughs> so, word. Jeez. Uh, double boom. No big deal. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's great. So there we go. You know six degrees say, of Ed Harris. That's incredible. <laughs> Don't they say everybody on the planet's connected by six yeah. degrees of separation? Yeah. I'd like to find out how we're connected to Ed Harris. We have to start. In what way, though? <laughs> that somebody we know knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. I bet I'm connected. Knows Ed Harris. I bet I'm connected. Because there are there are movie stars slash television stars who have published uh, papers in scientific journals. Really, and I have also, and so you can I can probably somehow through a lot of different jumps connect to Ed Harris. To Ed Harris, that way. We need to delve deeper into. I'll this. find that one out. Yeah, gears are turning. Yep, gears are really turning. So yeah, I don't know. Down Periscope. I mean, if you're looking for a comedy movie. I'd say skip it. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking, if you're looking <laughs> yeah. to laugh. Not, not your movie. No, no, no it's no, really no. not. If you're looking for dicks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. Right. Uh, and but... just call me because I got the I got the cut for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jamie will put it over Napster. He still yeah. uses that yeah. religiously. Right. That's where I get all of my movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sub movie. Like you said, I guess it's the most accurate one. If you're a yeah. Rob Schneider completist. Also, on probably in your DVD queue. Oh, they probably already have it. Yeah. There's not many of you out there, but if you are one, we want to meet you. Yep. Maybe via email. <laughs> I wonder if he did another submarine film. That's something I have to research. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider? Yeah. A couple sub-movies? I don't know if he did another one, though. It seems like once you do one, you just need to keep doing more of them. 
Yeah, I mean, clearly so I can connect to a whole bunch of people using <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I've already done one. Whatever, I was good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Just do another. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think uh, I think now, what are you thinking for the next uh, next movie? We need to do a good one. Good one. Yep. Hunt for the Red October. I don't know about that. That's really that's that really too hardcore. Much? That's probably too much. Oh man. That's you know you know what you might you might be there right. are newer ones. And I just took out the book from the library, so yeah, you got to read. Probably that. not going to finish it by then. I only read a third of it. <laughs> Reading sucks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Submersion. Find us on SoundCloud and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.